This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One, two. Welcome to TVI episode 209. 219 Stockton, big up. <laughs> That's guess. the UFC, the Diaz brothers always say 209. Oh, Stockton. really? Yeah. Okay, what they say their postcode. Yeah, it's like, as in the game. It's a bit nerdy, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're geeks, man, them too. Um, anyway, joined by one of the first comedians I ever saw, Andrew was Bird. I? Yeah, mate. You you did no. It was um, a PJ gig. <laughs> I think. It, <laughs> <laughs> why everyone instinctively laughs as soon as you say PJ. He taught me on stage once, and I don't know if he's shit or not. Yeah. And just walked. I just walked on. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about PJ because people won't know the story, who PJ is. No, mm, most people should know. He's a good guy, isn't he? Lovely guy. Um, just but in case he's it was. I think it was a what was the Jack Beard's pub in yeah. Tooting. Oh yeah. And it was you. I think it was either you, Al Murray, some you were so new, yeah. and um, and it was just a pub, a gig around the corner from my house. So I went that and watched. It used to be quite rough that pub, didn't it? It was rough. So I knew the people who run that yeah, pub yeah. for a while, and they said that a lot of uh, a lot of travellers come in and cause a yeah. lot of trouble. We used to drink in there a lot growing up, I'm and not... like you couldn't get barred from it. My mate um, once, <laughs> while we were just pissed and having a laugh, hard. and just pulled a fire extinguisher <laughs> off the wall, one of the, the um, CO two ones. And just let it off in my face in on the dance floor, and literally like the bounce part like, of the new on, mo- mate, dance move. That's a bit out of line. Like just got a bit of a talking to. Like, like in a pub <laughs> now. Me, don't, don't, if you set off a fire don't fire in someone's face, people's faces. You <laughs> would get kicked out. That's a worry in a pub, isn't it? When you're stood there going, I don't think we can get barred from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. rough. That means they can't <laughs> get rough. barred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait a minute, if we can't get barred. But it was rough. But now it's called the Antelope, and it's a really nice gastro pub. Uh, but yeah, I saw you. I'm pretty because from... I saw you twice, right? When I was really new. Oh, right. uh, when I well, say really new, that one in Jack Beard's I hadn't started yet, and I think the second one I saw you at the Watershed in Wimbledon I hadn't started yet either. Oh, one yeah. of them was with Harry Hill as headliner. One yeah. of them was with uh, Al Murray. So, so what you're trying to say is I'm an ins- inspiration Absolutely. slash role model. <laughs> yeah, oh, all those things. And then when happened. I started, it turned out we had a joint friend who I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Who you then worked with at the Bedfords. Yeah, and lived with. And lived with, I remember yeah. him elbowing me going, someone I went to school with doing the um, new act night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and which, what, one of the great things about you, Carl, if you laid out all the photos of you over the years, <laughs> you are unrecognisable now to what you look like then. <laughs> it's literally you and Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna. I've got all those it's like a shark, yeah. mate. I'm always moving forward, yeah. yeah. 
Never stay still. I remember I remember doing that gig the doing PJ gigs early doors. Like like we were saying, he's a good he's a good person, PJ. He means well. But he'll get your gigs, and then for ages he said I'm to me... I'm only saying that for the pod in case he hears it. Oh, yeah, we'll slag him off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he stabs me. But he'll get you an open spot in a horrendous gig to three people he's forced to be there who look really uncomfortable. <laughs> and then he'll hold it over you for the rest of your life. Still now, he says, I bought you down from Northampton to London. Like, I don't remember you paying for the train fare. Come on, mate. I gave so, you some of your first gigs. Yeah. But I, I um, pulled you out the gutter. I, first time I met... So PJ, for listeners, for uh, people that uh, don't know, was he's sort of a legend of alternative comedy. His yeah. name, he went by the name Robin Banks. He played the first ever night at the Comedy Store. Yeah. Did he? Um, yeah. And he was an alternative comic. It was Jack Whitehall's agent, wasn't he, for about a week? He, he has an amazing eye for comedy. Like, you know, even though he's now, what, probably about 125 years yeah. old. But he, um, no, he's lovely. And But the first time I met him, I had a ding-dong with him. Like, we had a proper argument. Because I didn't know who he was. I just saw this guy who looked like a... You know, he used to have a joke about looking like a... What is it? A fat Stephen Seagal. Because he had, like, a ponytail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, and always like, he had the old... I know what you're thinking. Stephen Seagal's let himself go. Yeah, I yeah. think I just added that the fat in. <laughs> <laughs> I never said fat. Uh, but no, but he's... So, God, I just want to call you about that. You know, fat, said. ugly, fucking... Uh, no. I love that bit you used to do. <laughs> you know, the fat, repulsive, dirty, Stephen... No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. So I must have added some bits. But um, he... Um, so he... I didn't know he was a comic. He was just at the gig. It was a new act night at Bedford. Yeah. And um, I went on, and it was like literally probably my fifth gig or something. And after I came off, um, it went well. And then suddenly, just this this little bloke with a ponytail wearing a black suit walks up to me. He goes, I just want to give you a bit of advice about it. He just gave me advice about my set. I was like, who the fuck are you, mate? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm all right, mate. I think I, know, I think I know what I want to do with my jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want any advice. I was very yeah. pretentious when I started. That I was like, I'm going to do this all on my own. I don't want any advice or nothing. And so I sort of sort of went like, oh, yeah, I don't give a shit, mate. I don't want to hear your advice. And he sort of, he had a go at me for <laughs> being like, one. you know, mm-hmm. do you think like, you know, yeah. if you're new, you should be willing to take advice. And then, um, and then, so I just thought, who's that div? And then somebody told me who he was. I was like, I don't give a fuck who he is. Yeah. And then just next time I saw him, like, you know, I just sort of got to know him a bit. And over time, I really grew to get on really well with him. And I yeah. still see him like semi-regularly now. Yeah. We always go for, we go for a beer about once every six months. Me and him just, he'll come yeah. to a gig and we'll just go and get pissed. It's really he's, fun. He's exhausting to talk to, though. Oh, I he love can't him. Hear. He can't hear properly. I know, yeah, he's half deaf, yeah. You've got to sit on the right side of him. Yeah, yeah. One of his ears is deaf. Yeah, so a lot of it, like, and Andy, he mumbles so much you can barely hear him. So it's, yeah. it's a bit of effort. But, but it's really funny. Hassle, Last man. time, he, I, I went for a beer with him a couple of months ago. We, I did the Vauxhall Comedy Club. And then he was there. So we went, oh, let's go for a drink afterwards. And we had a drink there and then it shut early for a private party. So it was like 10 p.m. And I said to him, I should we go to another pub? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you another pub. Let's go. And like we started walking and then suddenly we're going towards the tube. And I went, oh, we're not going to a pub? He goes, oh, yeah, no, we'll go to another pub en route. And like, because he lives en route back to where I am. I was yeah. like, all oh, right, we'll get on the tube. Maybe we'll go for one in Clapham where he can just walk home and I can head home south. And we're on this, we're about to change at Stockwell. And he goes, no, sit down, sit down, sit down. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, let's go Brixton. I was like, what? And he goes, I'll take you to a nice pub. He took me to Weatherspoons in Brixton. <laughs> that was the nice pub he'd taken me all the way to Brixton. I know this little place. Like a little independent pub that only he oh knows about. Oh, my God. Weatherspoons. He will go to a pub to based on price. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he loves a cheap beer. 
He once yeah. came, he, he and very recently came to the backyard because um, I was on, and um, he um, rather rather than get a beer there, he kept nipping out to the off license and buy a beer and drink it outside and then come back into the gig. <laughs> wow! But Leos loved that. <laughs> Leos invented that. Um, but I, I did a PJ was like some of my first ever gigs. Mm. Uh, he was there, and then he got me to come and see Al Murray at the Bedford at the Banana. That yeah. blew my mind. Oh yeah, I was a massive fan of Al Murray, and then I started working at the Bedford. Yeah, and then he's always there. What were you doing at the Bedford? Be on the bar. Oh. So I'd already started stand up, and then moved to London and worked in one of my first ever jokes was uh, my brother's friend moved to Colorado to do the ski season, so he gave me his job in one of the best pubs in London and his room in a house. I was like, cheers, mate. Have you got a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the big opener when I started. Um, and, uh, uh, I should use that again. Anyway, um, but uh, so he used to come in, he used to come in the pub quite a lot in the bedroom and go, Who's that new girl beyond the bar? I'm like, I don't know. She just started yesterday. She doesn't know who I am. I'm like, no. <laughs> We're not when people are interviewed for a job behind the bar for the they'll probably last three months. They're not showing a photo of you. They probably should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay away from this guy. Showing a photo of you. This guy and Russell Brown. Do you know what he did to me though? Talk about that. Get that in a minute. You know, on our Patreon, we'll talk about that. Do you know what he did to me? He said, um, one of my earliest gigs there. He was doing a charity night there on like a Tuesday, and it was Al Murray, Stuart Lee, Richard Herring. Wow. And a few others, like really good acts at the time. And he goes, yeah, I'm putting you on last. I, I barely had a 10. Yeah. I, was that, I was that new. I barely had 10 minutes. It's like me now. <laughs> so he goes, I'm putting you on last. And I'm like, what? What? And all the bar stuff I work with at the back of the room. Yeah, Going to watch yeah. a load of confrontational horses. Oh, you think you're funny? Let's come yeah. see you be yeah. funny then. So I've got to follow in probably my first 50 gigs... Richard Herring, Stuart Lee and Al Murray Bloody when I've God. barely got a 10. Not only that, just before he puts him on, he goes, hold a bit back, I'm going to bring you on for an encore. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I walked on. <laughs> I just remember... Soon, oh. have you, ever, you know when you walk on a gig sometimes... <laughs> I'm going to bring you on for an encore. Yeah, I've got nothing, mate. So that's Once I finished my last joke, I've got that's, no other words I to say. I got an encore once when I was new and I, I literally had no jokes. <laughs> I, was, I said no. And Adam Bloom's come off to try and get me... And I'm like, I can't. Like, there's nothing. I could just, you can't die on your encore. Yeah. <laughs> who was it that did? Somebody died on their encore once. Oh, what, the comedy yeah. store? Yeah, who if, was it? Yeah, was it Mickey someone, or someone? I heard a great shouts, story about, like, it took so long, like, one of his shows, he got took so long to get him back on that they'd all the, the all the pissed people that were shouting to get him back on had sort of forgotten they wanted him back on. They were like, ah, let's go and get, get so out of here before the, the, the rush. <laughs> so he's come back on for an encore and after the people that were shouting more were walking out. Yes. McIntyre had a thing about where he went off for an encore in like a big theatre show or arena and he went, he just lost his bearings and was <laughs> going to stand behind a drape at the side, lost his bearings and stood in the wrong place. So he was just in full view of the audience and he didn't realise he was just standing there facing a curtain like the Blair Witch. And they just walked back on. Oh, shit. But oh, so that, as soon as I walk on stage, I'm immediately going, what, what, uh, encore? What do, what do I do there? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You have those gigs where you immediately start sweating yes. and your hair products in your your eyes oh man and that so that happened oh, that was the gig where it was for his uh, his son's autistic yes and he's um he walks son pj's son's okay. autistic so he, he walks he uh he introduces al murray 
and then he takes as long as he can to walk off the stage so he can just sort of be on the same stage as Al Murray for as long as possible. <laughs> and Al Murray goes, all right, PJ, fuck off. <laughs> then he goes, PJ is a man with long hair. No wonder his kids aren't normal. <laughs> God. <laughs> Silence, just pe- oh, to be fair, geez. just PJ laughing. Yeah, 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 yeah. PJ pissed himself at that. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so you're welcome to the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. We've got Lucas on the on the ones and twos. Right. Um, Lucas, just back from hot water comedy. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, it first up. time up in first, first gigs in Liverpool ever. Yeah, man. First time up north. Yeah. First gigs ever in, uh, like north. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ate shit, man. No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we heard, man. Yeah. yeah. Binty called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul Smith's talking about it on stage. Um, <laughs> but it's on YouTube. He's doing a bit about your gig it's so, going really well how, were, you, were you one of the other only London acts or were you, was it uh, no there was one other London act what were their names but uh, you wouldn't know them but it was like a new act night so it was like people who haven't been going that long. Right. But, um, I, I think know. I'd been going longer than most of the acts there, so, so I did all right. Wipe the comparison. floor with them. Yeah, yeah, I was on in the first half as well. Nice. Did you do the best out of everyone? Uh, that's what people were saying. <laughs> <laughs> By people, I mean my what, girlfriend. You were, <laughs> Good, yeah. And your parents. She, loved she said it, it twice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. Uh, no, a few people came up and they said they really enjoyed it. Oh, that's, that's nice. good, man. Lovely. Well done. Thank you. Um, and well, I mean, we should probably address the big news of the week since we're recording this week. Yes. Um, we're we did, didn't we? Chats of her. <laughs> we just did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> That's the big comedy um, news. <laughs> it, I mean, it'd be weird not to talk about it briefly. Should we save it for our patrons, you think? Why don't so we, we should also just. I could not hold back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what are you planning? Yeah. Oh, how are you planning a whole? I back? think someone needs to defend him. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's mad, isn't it? Like I've got to say, because obviously back. we're talking about the Russell Brand dispatches documentary. Yeah. Um, I was. Were you gigging when it was all going off? Yeah. Yeah. I um. I mean, I knew it was going to break anyway at some point. But no, because here's the thing. I, one thing I will say, I do, and again, this is it might be people rewriting history a bit, but like everyone's as much as everyone's like it was an open secret. Everyone knew. Like I didn't know to what extent it was no, I until just... I watched that the next day like, I'd heard one apocryphal story about him and I knew he was a bit of a lech and a bit of a you know that sort of guy but I mean like, he talked about that didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. but I literally I'd heard one um, sort of story of the an indiscretion I don't know I don't know where it happened I just heard a story about um, something he did which overstepped the mark, you know, and basically, but that's all I knew. So like when people are like, everyone knew everything. I didn't know. I turns out I'm either I'm naive or I just don't hang out with enough comedians. Cause that's like when I, I was shocked watching it, like every single, like, oh, like the fact that they had, they had what, four or five people, victims come forward and none of them were the story I'd heard. It was like, oh, this is, it's bad. It's yeah. real bad. I thought they would have had more on him. I mean, it was hardly like Bill Cosby level, not that you like, don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, but, I but it was, I don't know, like some, a lot of the stuff was like in his biography anyway. It was no, a but bit, not the sexual yeah. assaults. No, no, no not, because he did not weirdly the actual, leave those out of his yeah. book. Not, not the frapes, but like, yeah, they were the, there was two of those, wasn't there? What? Like, I think there was two, yeah, two uh, people who say raped them. Yeah. And the Can other we ones. say raped. 
Well, I mean, it's our podcast, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I'm a CEO. Uh, <laughs> you know, cancel yourself. But, um, um, but yeah, um, there was other ones where it was definitely some... still, but you know, on the on the borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, I mean, it was... It's, but they, it's, it's in mad. the police, it's in police hands now, isn't and it? More, and I think the idea is, obviously, they've done their... These these reporters are like, amazing at just, you know, they, they, they have to get a story so watertight that they Dispatches legally are pretty hardcore, aren't they? You know what I mean? Because obviously yeah. he's been. It turns out, yeah, we uh, everyone's the the rumors have always been that he's got like loads of like litigation to squash. Top lawyers. There was a vice, wasn't there? A vice documentary apparently got made a few years ago. My that got his lawyers got for it. stopped. Oh really? So oh, like no. obviously he's been like using lawyers to cut co- like to cover up any allegations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these one, the ones that have come out in this documentary have got to be so like legally watertight that that he there's no room for him to be for them to sue them so actually that's that the idea is i think what they do is they get to that point of like this is watertight and now that that'll open up the floodgates of people coming forward and saying actually it happened to me as well so already apparently there's been a couple come forward so to the police that is as well and also about other people as well people are be coming forward now well i think so yeah but i do think it's um i don't know again it's like a I, i think the danger is yeah you want to get people that are doing really bad shit first Mm-hmm. And then sort of, because obviously, what was it after that? After me too, everyone we tried to sort of say like, can everyone just wind their necks? He in a bit? chatted me up once in a bar. Like, well, yeah, you've right. got. There is obviously like you don't. I think it, it, it's rude for victims of actual assault if you throw in a sort of clumsy encounter yeah. with it. I think if you someone know, feels uncomfortable, that is like. That is a thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, but it's a yeah. thing, but it's not. I don't think you can equate. Well, someone it to... could feel uncomfortable, but the guy didn't mean it like that, or something. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between something that's a, a, a like a genuine, honest mistake and somebody being yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. lech. We all know the difference. We've sort of hung out of you enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Varies as the night goes on with you. Um, Once night falls, if anything ever come, nothing will come out about me because the irony is I'm clean. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you um, act whistle. like a creep, but actually, <laughs> yeah. you're the opposite. Exactly. You're not hiding in plain sight. You're sort of lying in plain sight, <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be a fucking I'm a good predator. guy pretending to be a rapist. <laughs> but actually... <laughs> They're going to do a dispatches documentary saying I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took me back to his hotel room, just wouldn't come near me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frigid. <laughs> frigid someone in, in the shadows talking about how frigid I was yeah. and he, he was paying it was me. a waste of my time yeah, I tried yeah, to yeah. hold his hand and um, he bought me drinks all night <laughs> <laughs> no but he is wouldn't even kiss me but you know I mean obviously the, the bit the, he's obviously the big one yeah. But there is going to be, I mean, I imagine there's a, there's there's a, few a other couple names more that, that are going to blow that I've heard about on the underground. There's, um, but it's, it's quite, it's, say no it's, names. It's bad the no. way, the way they, um, immediately, like I know a, a, a well known comedian the following Monday was telling me I had a load of interviews set up for today to, yeah, for yeah, yeah. some tour dates that I've got. I've had to cancel them all <laughs> because, because <laughs> they just e- want to talk about that. Well, yeah, and whatever you say, it looks bad. Like if you say, "Well, there's been loads of rumours," but well, you know, and then the headlines just, "He knew, did nothing," yeah. and it's like you can't go to the police with a rumour. Have you ever tried to report a rumour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really need some facts. No, but this is the. I mean, this again. This is there's the a rumour. I put it to the jury. Yeah, yeah. it sounds bad when you go. Oh yeah, I heard rumours. Like like you were like covering up. But yeah, like, yeah. what can you do? 
It's true. I mean, I've spread rumours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, me and um, uh, Jared Christmas once spread a rumour that um, Paul Chowdhury collected um, Paddington Bear memorabilia. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, we I told a bunch that. of people on the circuit just to see if it went anywhere. And yeah. apparently it went around a bunch of people and somebody asked him about it at a Christmas party. Oh, hang on. And no, he went, Jared told me that. that uh, okay. Count. But he was, and yeah, Chowdhury was like, who the fuck who's talking about me like this? <laughs> but, um, no, but no, don't I mean, do that. Yeah, and again, it is that thing of like, you know, I think I also I find it. I mean, obviously we're talking about it now, but that's because there's there's room to discuss it, and there's you can actually sort of say and have a conversation about it. But I, I, I find it a bit cringy when a lot of comedians are giving their takes on it on um, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And I've seen so many comedians just talking into a camera, going, "Here's my thoughts on Russell Brand." It's like I don't want, I don't care about your thoughts on Russell Brand. <laughs> We've heard, let's hear what the people that got affected by it yeah. like, are talking oh, when about. When men say and do better and stuff, no, you do better. Yeah. Well, it's also don't that's tell funny. me. Yeah. Well, it's also the funny one when you know, you know, it's. I think sometimes you you'll read one from. I'm not saying you'll read it from somebody you think has done anything wrong, but somebody who you definitely think is has been a bit of a creep now and again. And you're like, yeah, but I've never been a creep. I'm not taking advice from you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I know my. I've. I'm totally clean. I reckon I've seen you be a little bit of a, a little yeah. bit of a fucking a bit of a pissed lech a couple of times there's, over the years. There's been um, like it's got better over the years, but I, I remember when I I started literally jonglers used to be like the end end of the night music would be com- male comedians taking their wedding rings oh, off man. and walking it's, out. Yeah, I mean that that is one in, thing. In that's the there has floor. been. There's definitely been generation after generation of comedians. Ha- Across the board, I think have got better and nicer, and it's not it's not as male dominated. It's not as them. Yeah, that jonglers. Even like you know, yeah. Obviously, it must have been brutal being like if 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 ever there was one, the only female comic on the bill. Yeah. But even like, do you remember being like the new act going into a dressing room full of the old suited yeah, up yeah, bald yeah, yeah. blokes? That's what I I say. Like um like um when we were like because you started young as well. Yeah. When when you started young, when I started, it was. Most most lineups were mainly men in their forties and fifties, yeah. and it was hard for female miseries acts. as well. Yeah. Oh, fucking miseries! Yeah. It was hard for female acts, but it was also hard because when we started, there wasn't like now most comedians are young. It's quite normal. When I started, there was like me, Matt Kirshen, Russell Howard, Dan Nightingale, yeah. Danny Deegan. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you were on, you got the. It's not the same, but a similar kind of thing to a female comedian who's like, oh. What's this? I don't know if I'm gonna like oh, this. Oh man, and you yeah, sort of, you yeah, sort yeah. of got like bullied in dressing rooms yeah. as well. Like people wouldn't give you time of day. I never minded that though. It got it made me like. Oh, I don't see, know. I just did, I just sat in the corner and didn't talk to people. I used to get, yeah, but like, it's, but that. Whereas know. I think I think that yeah, it's all part and parcel of the fact that I do think the circuit is better than it was. And There's Ma- still loads of issues, mainly, but I think things are just generationally. I think people are much nicer now. It's horrible hearing it because mainly I think most female comedians would say on the whole, mainly most green rooms are quite nice places to be with male comedians because when you're doing stand-up, we're all on the same level. That's the great, it's the yeah, great yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. But when you're doing, not doing stand-up, they're not on the same level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we leave the oh, gig and they make you a fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you come out you're like a constant hand grenade on this. Um, yeah. But I also would say, um, <laughs> there's a, I reckon the open mic circuit is still grotty. You remember like oh, the yeah. open mic? Well, oh the, yeah, that's the open work, mic that's circuit. The place, when I started man. out, that's when you met the most creeps, the most fucking Some weirdos. Some guy books a gig. I mean, you must get oh, diddled every week, mate. <laughs> yeah. Being a little twink. <laughs> you think it's normal to just suck promoters off. <laughs> <laughs> For five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 
that's why it's called a five minute open spot you've got to open your mouth you can you can just email I mean yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's the same but when, when I remember when I started man there were so many just sweaty weirdos on the open mic circuit yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it totally is yeah. yeah it's like there's been um, there's been like a list of people that have like gone round about people like don't book like yeah. this people because they make people uncomfortable like I'll always because I run an open mic gig and I always let um like it's all the, wrong uns yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, take the, the, you take the list the book the off list. that yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good we'll just night. do that yeah, yeah. it's called the wrong uns yeah. <laughs> touring it it's just, yeah, we're two bob wrong uns <laughs> only women allowed in the yeah, audience yeah, do, you, do you have an headline in that <laughs> um, and then I'll <laughs> say so who'd be headline yeah <laughs> I mean Juliet no, yeah. me um, <laughs> no so I let all the female acts know like beforehand like who's going to be on yeah. bring like, condoms <laughs> <laughs> ask so if they're on the pill with. just when you're booking them um, <laughs> sorry but yeah no, I don't know I always thought like there's a slight level of even though there was, there, there's, it has been and is uh, probably I don't know again I'm maybe I'm out of the loop but there might be some creeps knocking around the actual main circuit yeah. and in TV still but I think the open mic said, I always I think like one in ten men are probably a bit creepy, aren't they? That's, is it really that high? Probably. I mean, Fuck. I don't know. Uh, I hang out. I, mean, I, I don't know where I pulled that I must hang from. out with nice people. I genuinely feel like sometimes I'm a bit naive and a little bit out of the loop as well, yeah. maybe. But um, I, I, I remember the noticeable difference from going from doing the open mic circuit to the pro circuit in that open mic circuit, it was so many nutters and weirdos. And like, not in a, I'm not having a go, but like, it was creeps. And then yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah. and then. You go to the professional circuit, and obviously it's just a numbers thing. It drops, and the amount, yeah. amount of acts, and there's a level of professionalism you needed. Yeah. And we caught the end of that period where it was very masculine and blokes yeah. in suits, sort of digging each other out backstage. Yeah. And then that sort of died off. And now I feel like you know, I think every dressing room I've been in, at, like the comedy store, the banana, and that, in the last four or five years, it's been lovely. Yeah. Really nice mix of people. Everyone's sort of cool. No one's digging each other out. I was recently in a it's green a room. We met. <laughs> We mentioned this. Oh, we, we mentioned this <laughs> recently. We mentioned this in the green room. We just suddenly stopped. Me and Rialina were giving each other tips on what to put in smoothies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, How's it come to this? <laughs> well, I remember Sean Mio once stormed out of the comedy store dressing room. It's about eight years ago. Me and Joe Lysert were talking oh, really about like our favourite vegan cafes in Birmingham, and like we were just like, oh, "Have you been here? Have you been here?" And Sean Mio sat watching us. Like so annoyed, he's like, a just funny staring. Guy, he's so funny, but he's crazy. He yeah, up, and he's just staring at us talking about vegan cafes. And then after about probably five minutes, he just stood up and went, "We used to do coke in this dressing room," and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny guy, man. Oh, man. But yeah, that shows the difference in generations, isn't he's, it, man? He's probably like nearly vegan, isn't he now? I don't know. He's into his fitness and that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He strikes me as somebody who'd be like carnivore diet. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking just alive yeah. cows he eats. <laughs> like a werewolf. He murders every meal. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he'll, he'll have a regime that he's invented himself. Yeah. yeah. It involves blood. At the least. In the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At night. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so yes, it's, it was a big shocking uh, expose. And I think more will come out. And I do think some other people More people might are going to go down as well. Do you know what's weird? Trust me. <laughs> what's weird is the pe- there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of uh, 
there seems to be a pattern of uh, people who do that and then do a lot of charity work. And yeah, a lot yeah, of, yeah, well, yeah, it, yeah. One Watch thing out I for say, them straight away. I've always, I mean, that's what, weirdly, I mean, also there is a disappointment in it from my sense because I know there's a lot of people now coming out going, I never found him funny and all that no, stuff. He was a big influence on me. I, I remember watching him when I was new thinking he's, he was incredible. His first he's day, a his, talent, His man, debut like, term, Edinburgh show was one of the best I've ever seen. Like, so he really like I was like oh this guy's amazing charismatic like he didn't do it like normal people like in yeah. terms of watching it wasn't like, I because I didn't want to do jokes I didn't want to do set up punchline jokes I wanted to do rambling stories and weird stuff I just think it's shit <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's no it's it's not it's just not it's how genius. my brain works I can't write a joke yeah. like that so I knew that I had to do sort of slightly more rambling stuff that goes off yeah, on a little journey. Up. And then so I remember seeing him and being like, oh, he's just sort of chatting. Yeah. And then so I did, I was a fan. And then like, so it was, it was horrible. So then, you know, probably what, five years ago, I first heard there was some check against his character. I met him a couple of times. He was like really nice, like really I nice. I mean, it sounds like he's a real narcissist. But I, um, like, I, you know, proper, I ain't, I ain't knows how to, so, yeah, but yeah. But also with that, I think I'm all like, he's, um, he knows how to be. manipulate people as well, it sounds like. I do like. that. But no, but the thing about him doing all the spirituality stuff, yeah. that's weirdly one part of his personality I never bought into. I thought, there's that's, I don't buy that. You cannot follow Buddhism, Zen, any of these things and then have the ego he's got. Because that's the first thing you've got to try and check off. You've got to, you've got to yeah, pull back. Like, that is the, the whole point of it is to lose your ego is to sort of you know yeah, not have the attachment to that 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 part of your life and that's the thing he's most attached to he's so gonna, he's it's gonna take he's, more he might, have, that, he might yeah he might have read every book about it he might have all the beads and tattoos of chakras he wants yeah. but he's never ever i've ever thought done anything spiritually authentic so like that's i went weirdly and now look now with the benefit of hindsight you can say that oh maybe he was doing all that to slightly cut like cover up or maybe try and atone for his character or or maybe maybe he Uh, had a moment where he realized and he's tried to change but you can't just change and then forget that you did all this horrible shit you've got to you've got to do something to help the people that you did and you've got to basically admit it also i don't like the like channel like the enablers as well that might let it happen well i mean that's the thing i'm waiting to find out what happens to those people like you know but what they're doing isn't illegal so nothing bad will happen but then they come out all like self-right I don't know. Then they're like they were a part of the well, problem. He had, he had what over the years? He's had what it's like three Jus- different Jelaine agents. Maxwell, isn't it? Yeah, three me? different agents for the for his what career, and he's had loads of TV producers. Like, I think there's a lot of people who are going to get caught up in it. John Noel never got any complaints, so he said on telly the other day mm. about brand doing stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. but they're all everyone who's who has in any way like is going to end up getting done for helping. Yeah, I reckon um, more people will come forward and uh, build a case in it. Yeah, I think so. It's already just, it's already with the police now, so let's see he, what um, happens. Is mate. that that the bit where that was quite? You don't think of it like that, where he'd slept with a girl and then invited her back and then forced her the second time. It's just I think. He, that's not, I'm not excusing any of it, but he, he must Sounds be a, like you are. Yeah. He um but you he must okay. He just must be like it like women throwing him, themselves at him all the time and everyone saying yes to him all the time. His brain probably Well that's what I reckon it was a sociopathic thing yeah, where he exactly, almost couldn't yeah. believe they were saying no. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like he'd convinced himself, no, they're just messing around. Like yeah, yeah. you know, and it's that's even worse that he's Well it's a yeah. power thing, isn't it? Maybe that was the kink, you know, that is like rapists' kink, I guess, isn't it? Oh, like God. they like it when they don't want it. 
Yeah. So just start saying yes. Not really. I don't think that will work. <laughs> I've heard that mooted before. Yeah. I don't think I'll suddenly go like, oh, well, I'm not into it now. I'm yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that won't work. But yeah, so anyway, so we'll see. More more will come out and we'll see where it goes, innit? Let's talk, about nicer, let's talk about nicer things. You're on yeah. tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, right in the middle of that shit storm. Um, um, not I a great know. time to be a comedian. It, yeah, so it was, I mean, it was like um, bloody the World Cup. The sort of like the, the night before it was the like the final. night before the World Cup last Friday, wasn't it? Where everyone was just like, "Oh my God, what's it going to be like?" There was this <coughs> mad sort of uh, expectation. Well, I thought there'd be loads the... of comics named on it, and I, that's why I was excited. You were chucking names out on WhatsApp, like, oh, like no. <laughs> oh mate, Julian was slinging them out like a net, mate. Well, yeah. You can have some of that, mate. These are going down. Yeah. Donnelly. <laughs> I'd go Tim Vine, Milton Jones, your big Christian ones, your big yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. hitters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, um, but... It, it does was... show who the nice guys are as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's pretty much just us, isn't it? Just me. I no, really. so. Um People like Jimmy Carr, you know what I mean? Like Michael McIntyre. I bet they're as clean. I mean, it's sort of, I'm saying someone like Milton is a good name for like... Milton I Jones. think Milton is the most like normal <laughs> comedian I've ever met. Yeah, in terms of... Like on stage, Milton Jones has the big hair and the funny yeah. shirts, and he plays that sort of wide-eyed madman. But like he off stage is just such a normal, nice family man. He's lovely. He's just is such he a religious th- guy. I yeah. think so. Yeah, he's religious. Yeah, but I, like, I did um, Singapore with him. Yeah. spent days with him. He's so quiet. Yeah, that all the you feel one of them people to be with, where all the onus is on you to make all the conversation. But it's not exhausting. It's quite nice. Yeah, in a way. yeah. he's really nice to be around. Um, he, uh, yeah, I've used to get the train back from football on a Tuesday. Yeah, I always yeah. sat with him and had a nice, nice chat with him. He was always good fun to be around. But, um, uh, you know, there are there are a lot of nice comedians. I saw Thank Hal Crutterdon the other day, yeah, and he was the same. He was kind of like, they're saying all comedians know about it. I didn't know anything about any of this. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, Hal, you did five gigs a night. You didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, for it's years. true. Yeah. I'm not telling you a secret, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most anxious man alive. He'll spurt it out on a bus. <laughs> um, but <Yeah. laughs> um, let's see what so we got. Some questions. Uh, what is this? Why is there bumhole chat on the questions? Have you started some chat? No, no. Someone had. Um... Someone had a picture of a bike in Amsterdam, and on the back light was like a little sticker, but a bumhole. So it was like the bumhole of the bike. Oh, okay. And it started, <laughs> it started bumhole chat. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Somebody said our bumhole sticker is offensive or inviting. Was it an actual bumhole? Was it like a drawing of a bumhole? I bum don't know hole? actually. I didn't like. Couldn't tell. Where is it? I'll try and find the picture. But um, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's a. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Sticker of a bumhole. <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, but you put it on the back of your bike. More medical than comical, that. Should put yeah. it on the. Why don't you just put it on the back of your trousers? Yeah, so it looks like you've got a put hole it in over it. your bum hole. <laughs> Instead of wearing shorts. Um, are they offensive or inviting? I think neither. They're just a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, that that I thought it was going to be more cartoonish. That, I thought it was going to be cartoonish. That's, that's hovering some kind of middle ground. That's really accurate. Yeah, it's from the yeah, NHS really website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen them bike lights? That is, uh, it looks like a set of balls. Oh yeah. No. So you hang them off the underneath hanging. of your um of your seat, it's a bit and rude. it's a it's a, it's a ball sack. 
would have really lights balls up. on my bike. I just got, I've just got normal lights that flash. I don't know why I sort of, yeah. yeah, anyone would want. Not felt the need to bring anus or balls into it. Nah, I don't think so, I'm no. Right. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's a step up from eyelashes on a car, isn't it? Yeah. If I was going to choose between eyelashes on a car or an anus, I'd go anus. Yeah, yeah. Anus on a bike. Yeah, every day of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good, true. Good band as well, <laughs> anus on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> like they're early work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before the podcast. Do you have a bike? Because you live in, sort of out in the sticks. Yeah. Do you, are you one of them guys that's bought like a, one of them two grand road bikes Absolutely and you hog not. up an A road at the weekend? Absolutely not. I've never, I, uh, I, had a, I, had, I had a mountain bike that was given to my wife by her stepdad, so it was knackered when she got it, and I used that to ride to the train station to get the train, and then I had a hernia operation, and sometimes, sometimes you'd uh, you'd uh, there's two stations where I live, so you, some you know sometimes you get go to one and then get the train back to the other. Yeah. So the bike was at the other one, so I just walked home, left the bike there, uh. had a hernia operation, so then was out of action for a while. By the time I went back to the train station to get it, it would have been left that long. They'd cut it and disposed oh, of it. Oh, no. I've never had a bike since. That's me out. That's me out the game. How did you get the hernia? Uh, I think I've just always had it. Just a weakness in the old stomach. I've got a little lump there. I don't know if it's a hernia it or not. It could be. It doesn't hurt. But... Well, I didn't, I didn't for ages and it just suddenly popped out just as I was what is it? It's, it's, there's a, it's like a, a little slit. Like is in it a your... vein popping no, out? No, no, it's not a vein. It's, it's a, a lump. It's a weakness in your stomach lining right, where yeah. the stuff comes out. Yeah, it's like almost a little bit of the wall yeah. of your stomach pushing out. Yeah, yeah. It? And it's but in what your they, balls. The way they fix it... I just thought it, I had big balls. The way they fix it is um, they <laughs> put a mesh... Brave. Yeah, they put a, like a little mesh yeah, in the lining got, yeah. and cover it up so it ends up creating a new lining. When I had when I had it done, because I was told mine was quite severe, it was quite yeah. a big operation. Would you say it was near your... What was it there further down? Sorry, Show say. us. Because I, I have... Uh, well, you say that I had... Um, Mine was further down. You have ones that pop out in different... Mine was going down into my balls. Oh, so my yuck. stomach was in my balls. Oh. <laughs> Looking back on it. Um, so you, they yank it all up. So you're bruised. It's completely bruised. It's quite a, quite yeah. traumatic. And um, and my ball bag was like a black eye. It was completely bruised. Oh, I've God. never sent a dick pic, but I'll admit to sending a photo of my... I'm a gentleman. It was just balls. So I mean, your hand it. is around and it's just Russell Brand. completely purple balls. <laughs> yeah. And I've said a few people have found that funny. I've sent it to just close friends. Just, and yeah, and just every single thing. one of them replied, oh, my wife said that's rank. I'm like, what are you showing your wife for? <laughs> I send it to her. Oh, yeah, but you, <laughs> send it to you. But once you send it, it's fair game. So every single one of my mates got that photo. And went, oh, look at that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was pretty severe. Black eye on the balls. You're quite a fit guy, though, aren't you? Um, I exercise regular. Did you? You boxed for a while, did you? I box. Go a boxing club once a week to exercise. Crucially, I never box anyone. It's right. a solo activity for me. Yeah. Just for the cardio. It's about the fitness. So that's, what are you doing? Good. Bags. Um, um, we're talking. We're talking three rounds of skipping, three rounds of shadow. You're boxing. a good skipper. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, you do the one foot to Mayweather. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Six six rounds on the bags. Finish on weights to try and bulk up because uh, I. Why don't you do weights first? Because by the time you do weights, you're you've yeah. burnt out, so you won't. You know, if you do I'll weights first, well, cardio should be after, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, or even a different day if you really want to bulk up. But <laughs> I'd do cardio afterwards if I were you. Yeah. Joe, my gym's just got um, just had a makeover. They've, but they, I ain't a they've developed it. Tooting Leisure Centre, yeah. and um, they've um, they've now got 
because it was it, the weights bit was all right, but the cardio bit was a bit fucked. It's a bit old fashioned. Just like it basically was just running machines. It was a stair machine, old school um, rowing machine. They've got a bunch of new. They've got um, assault bikes. They've got the skier thing. That, you know the pull down skier uh, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done. They're that. fucking brutal. It's a proper high intensity stuff. They've got a, an angled rowing machine where you're angled down like that and you're rowing up. It's, it's brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. fun. Like a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, but it's also you're going up. It's like you're trying to row up a hill, yeah. hill up a waterfall. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you see other people doing that. And you think that nah, wouldn't be that bad, and then you do it. You go, no, this is worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, uh, that the running machine where you make it up a hill. That is brutal. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the boxing, I've always um, I've just I've always loved boxing. But I, he made me spar with someone else once. Were they good? He luckily both times they were the, they were like older ex professionals or ex semi pros, yeah. so they were basically coaching. Yeah, going yeah, yeah. Just like I said, I don't. The think higher like level your opponent, the almost safer you are because they know yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not going to knock you out by accident. So you know he, I mean? he said to him, "Yeah, just I'm too mo- strong. Anyway. Just move him around, <laughs> which is clearly boxing <laughs> yeah, yeah, terminology yeah, yeah, yeah. for but don't don't hit, don't hit him. You'll yeah, kill him. Yeah, Look yeah. at him. Yeah, and then yeah. the third time he put." put me in with this like 19 year old six foot three swinging like it's a world title fight fuck yeah, and he yeah. said to me you're the only person i've ever seen spa who did his own commentary <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit i was like what mate all right uh, i figured yeah, one yeah. point i said mate it's 10 o'clock on a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> i got no beef <laughs> I, but, and then, I'm, the and then i threw away the gum shield then because you can't spar unless you have a gum shield so i threw it away i'm so i'm not here to be i've got a gig tonight i can't have my nose over yeah, the other side yeah, of my yeah. face but it's it's really I I um I've not I haven't done it for a couple of weeks I've got because summer holidays and all that but um I uh it I used to not exercise because I didn't want to waste time because I thought I need to write yeah so when you're like I need to be writing all the time but if you're not exercising you write your your writing gets better if you exercise well, it's your brain just getting a bit more active I, yeah, I find it's, like, it's almost like that thing of like just go for it. sometimes if you're trying to write something you can't there's nothing's coming just go for a walk do anything yeah, just yeah. do something active and you get them them. Yeah, you're quite prolific, though, aren't you? Right, you're always grinding and writing, and but it's weird that a few people have said that to me. Oh, you always do different stuff than that, but I, you don't feel like that yourself. You feel like everyone else is, and that's what like drives you. I guess it's good, isn't it? Um, Well, I just, um, I don't. I had that thing when I when I started as well. It's like ridiculous now, but I had a couple of things. One, I saw someone comparing, and it blew my mind. Like they were making it all up. And then saw them again and do some did of the same, same stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thing happened to me with a guy called Drew Barr. He did oh, this. Do you remember God. that? <laughs> he was. I mean, I don't. I don't care if he's listening. He was a f- colossal dick. He was. Uh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I know that name, Drew. But yeah. so he, um, yeah, he. I saw him do the same. I do. I saw him do a bit to me. I was. I was the the target. Yeah. Before I'd started comedy, I went to the comedy calf, dug me out. And I, I, you know, I was like embarrassed, but I was like, "That's pretty funny." He just did that, and then um, flash forward three years, I did my first open spot at Camden uh, Jonglers. He hosted before bringing me on. He did that bit with someone else. I was like, it was, like, it was like watching the Matrix or something. I was like, "Fuck, it's all a lie." I saw Kitson do. That. Yeah. <laughs> See, I remember. Fuck, can you remember it? Yeah. That was it. Pokemon. Oh my him, god! I remember him doing that. It just like unnecessarily aggressive and unpleasant yeah 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 that's um, why I didn't like him he just he was quite unpleasant and aggressive to the audience and then bring you on um, we need to have a quick break and then we're going to move over to the Patreon to the Patreon junk. where we'll talk about um, Russell Brand in depth 
Like, I think we've already talked about it more than we more should have. to add. Patreon.com slash um, WeRTVI for some secrets right. about Lucas's uh, Before we do past. that, actually, this is the public bit. You're still on tour. Go and see you on tour because this is the public bit. Everyone will hear this. Oh, okay. Just find you online and they can go and Andrew see you. Bird How Comedian. many tour shows have you got left? AndrewBirdComedian.com. Yeah, uh, not to be confused with Andrew Bird. The American musician. Yes. Um, because a couple, well. couple of his, go see him, but don't go to me thinking you're going to oh see him. Oh my God. Because that happened a couple of times. You had to sing. And I've had an email. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Got about 20 Andrew something Bird. left. 20 left. Great comedian. Yes. Thanks. Check Bam. his tour show out. Big sellout in Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> you know fine well it wasn't. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Stop it. Hi, everybody. That's the end of the public episode. Thanks for listening. Um, now, if you would like to hear more, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash. We are TVI. You have to put it in the search bar. Because we still haven't taken it off uh, adult content. Because it's triple X. <laughs> it's triple It's dirty. <laughs> Filthy. Nice. Get your willies out when you listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go over to Patreon, sign up. Uh, what's the what is it? What's the what's the tiers? I can't remember what they are. Three. We've got three pounds, five pounds, ten, £10. and twenty. <laughs> so, I mean, the twenty is a joke one. Ten pounds is sort of a joke as yeah. well. Three pounds gets you just all the back catalogue, extra episodes, and hours yeah. and hours. Oh, just, and I hours. mean, there's what well, I don't know how I'm a hundred hundred hours extra sort of episodes. Uh, and um, the five pound tier, you get all that as well. But you also, if you wish, uh, get to join the TVI WhatsApp group. Um, and you can also see the full episode or listen to the full episode with a three pound tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five pound gets you the WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. That's that's it. That's all you need to know. Get over to Patreon if you want more. Thanks for listening. Otherwise, though. just thanks for listening to the public episode. And we'll please like and episode. share. Yeah, give it a share, mate. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell your Kids. <laughs> bye bye. We actually changed in the podcast. I think so, uh, I think no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it.